Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ladies and gentlemen, Daily Intermission fans, it's season two, episode 54. My name is Greg. We are in studio. I am joined by Nate How. Is it going today? Well, one thing we didn't touch on last episode, RBC. Champs. Yes. That is very true. Yeah. We did not mention the fact. We were, we were mentioning we were that we were in a tournament, it. right? Yeah. Yeah, so we were in the RBC Scramble, which is a national held event here in Canada, and we won the, quali- the local qualifier. So we're heading to Prince Edward Island. Yeah. September 6th. Atlantics, baby. So we're heading to Atlantics, and... We've got to replace, we had Drake Bathurst in our team, uh, another friend of the show, Stuart Kenny, but Drake, it sounds like he's going to be back in Ottawa for training camp, so we're going to have to find another player, a we're shooter. Gonna, we're going to have to find a dark horse. I sent a message to Corey Connors, hasn't replied yet. Yeah, I know, Cam Smith, uh, we're going to see. Did he, he read? Said, he said he'd get back to me. Okay. So we'll see what happens. So but. we're looking to get a tour player involved, but yeah. if that doesn't happen, then uh, then we'll have to settle with with another stick from uh, from our local golf course. But that's a, that was a great round, Nate. We, to be honest with you, we thought we were out of it. Oh my God, we thought we were so screwed. Yeah. A couple of darts here and there, and then we were back. Yeah, so I, I, I think personally the, the TSN turning point was we were on 15, it's a par three at the course, and we were gathering our balls, and one of our partners sculled one, and it almost knocked me out, hit me in the head, and then <laughs> that guy felt so bad that he just all of a sudden turned just... Turned it on. He just turned it on turned and was chucking on. darts. Yeah, he was. Um, what, he almost eagled the hardest hole in the course. Yep. Just about. Yep. Tap in bird. Yeah. And then one of the most ridiculous shots I've ever seen out of a quarry. Yes. Yeah. On, so, on the 17th well, and then absolutely stuffed one on 18. So he finished off strong. Anyway, we're, we're moving on to Atlantic. <clears throat> That's uh, in the fall in PEI, but need another huge golf tournament. Might be the biggest weekend of the summer in golf. It's the Snapple Blossom, the annual Snapple Blossom at our home course, a four man scramble. Gets the, the drinks are going to be flying, man. I am fired up. It is hilarious that how far along this thing has come as well. Yes, for sure. So this thing is a straight-up sanctioned event by the course now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like just, the food and beverage staff yeah. is well aware. There's, there's, yeah. a, there's a set meal. Yeah, exactly. Outrageous. Yeah. So it's, a re, it's the real deal. Yeah. And, uh, there's chatter of a bus. There's chatter that we'll be bussing around and... <laughs> It's a full-day event. I mean, it's a marathon. People need to prepare. I mean, it's going to be a warm day out there, Nate. So tons yeah. of water, tons of water. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's uh, it, it's certainly a great day of golf. And and, uh, and then, uh, you know, some uh, some after-party after antics to follow. So we're excited for the Snapple Blossom. I'm feeling really good. I've put together a new team. I haven't sniffed the title out since we won, Nate, in, I think, 2017. Yeah. 2018. Was it 2018? Yeah. Okay, yeah, the second year of the event. So um, so we haven't. I haven't sniffed the title. I'm looking to get back. I've, I've you know, made a team switch and and i know you have two neat but uh but you know what it's uh it's gonna be a bloodbath out there it is it's gonna be so a lot, for, of, a lot of good players out there oh my gosh and for the listeners too it's an automatic playoff so typically in a scramble one team will really run away with it say a team goes 16 under and then a team goes 14 13 it's an automatic playoff in front of the entire field so that's i think a staple of the event that makes it a lot of fun what hole 
13. 13? Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the same as last year, obviously. Yeah. And that was the probably the best thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, they maybe a dart. Yep. You know. Yeah. You get to watch the oh yeah. I just I'm waiting for the ace walk off. Oh my god, it'd be unbelievable. Watch, watch somebody ace it this year and then somebody on the other team ace it as oh, well. Like <laughs> I mean Oh, that would be going directly to TikTok. There'd be some stories uh from the ages. But Nate, I will mention that this is the pregame show. If you haven't realized yet, listeners, we got quarter one, we're gonna be talking PGA Tour Golf and we're gonna be talking the open. And quarter two, we're gonna talk about the NHL because the free agent frenzy was alive and well on Wednesday and a lot of news uh came out of there. We're gonna have guess the age coming at the halftime show. Uh, we're going to move into the, a little NFL talk in uh, quarter three and then finish it off with the MLB in quarter four and eight. But staying in the, in the halftime show, or in the pregame show, uh, a lot of uh, news out of uh, air travel these days, Nate. You're seeing airports. And have you seen this stuff on social media with baggage? Like, I, what are these companies doing? I just don't understand what's going on. Like, even when we got to Pearson, like, obviously, when we flew in, it was fine. Oh, yeah. But yeah. when we were leaving, oh. it was outrageous. Like, we were we were walking around, and then it was all of a sudden, it was just like the cattle got out of the pan, man. We cut that line, man. We cut that. We had to. Oh, my goodness. We might have missed the flight. I know, man. And we got down there. The Starbucks line was longer than the security line. It was absolutely brutal. Okay, so let's put give this. It's probably 5 in the morning at this point, 5.15 in the morning. And we've got a line of like, I would say three, 400 people. Yeah, I just don't. Like what I always said, too, is like the vibes. And this this is strictly from what I've understood, just Pearson. Yes. Is the biggest mess. I mean, Halifax, I haven't seen too many issues with. No. And then Ottawa, there's there's not, there's yeah, not no more Ottawa's, than 20 people in the airport. Yeah, there's more tumbleweeds than humans. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like it's just uh, Pearson that seems to be the issue. And, you know, it is a mess. And I know Air Canada announced last week, Nate, that they've canceled, like, 15% or 20% of their flights yeah. to try to, like, get back on track logistically. And I guess people aren't willing to work out on the you know, runways and baggage claim. I mean, mm. it's an all-around gong show. And... I mean, I don't know if it was this bad pre-COVID. Like, I haven't done a ton of traveling. And typically when I travel, it's been pretty smooth. Yeah, for sure. But, man, Every, yeah, it's, it's horror it's story after horror like story. Yeah, you know what's crazy, too, when you bring up that thing, how they, they can't get anybody to work at the... at the, Like, where is everybody working? I know. You know, it's everywhere doesn't... I like, know. needs people. So it's yeah, like, yeah, what is like that? It's like, yeah, we just can't get anybody to work. It's, it's like, like, well, where are they? <laughs> and what are they doing for money? I know. Is what I just don't understand. I know. You know, like, how do you just like, what? It's crazy. I don't get it. Man, the generation that's, it's just, it's, it's certainly changed. And, and, you know, as with technology, I think people like the work ethic in, in people has just, it has just diminished. I mean, I look at, you know, some of the younger generation, even, you know, some people, you know, my younger stepbrothers, I mean, it's a lot of Xbox, a lot of technology and, and, uh, it's a chore to do anything really outside mm-hmm. of that. Um, I'm not going to throw them completely under the bus. <laughs> Gentlemen, I, I didn't mean anything listen, by that. They're going to be listening to this like sick dude. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but anyway, yeah, well, I mean, I feel like for that generation too, I feel like it, like COVID kind of, you know, they didn't experience what it was like before. And then all of a sudden it was just like, kind of like gift wrap money. Times, yeah. you know what I mean? And they never really got into the workforce, maybe like yeah. that age. I don't, I don't, I have no idea. Yeah. Like there's something's going on that I don't, I don't know. Well, it's just the, the world is changing so dramatically and, and even just the jobs too. Like obviously yeah. you have your historical, historical jobs that are still intact, but I mean, look what we're doing for work. Yeah, that's fair. You know, like these are, there's just new jobs being created daily by, by the internet and by yeah. social media. And, and I anyways. guess a lot of people are able to just work exclusively from home now too. Very true. So, I mean, I've, I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of people that would take that over, Yeah, you know, maybe there's a disconnect between the needs of businesses and, and, you know, the skills of, of the, the employee of, of, yeah. of the day and age, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, there's a, 
you know, someone's falling behind, whether it's the, uh, anyway, employer or the, well, the employer or the I employee. Like, I feel like another thing around here is too, like a lot of places are kind of like stagnant businesses, like a lot of like seasonal and stuff. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people, what is that noise? Is that something outside? Yeah, it is. Holy, it sounds like, like a, man, what are we in? Like Qatar here? We got a fire alarm a couple weeks ago. We got a transport truck backing up to the yeah, window. Yeah, we do apologize to listeners. Hopefully the fire alarm stays off. Anyway, I can't remember what I was saying, but any, anyway. Yeah, we got kind of way into deep of the employee-employer dynamics. So, Nate, I did want to mention, and finally in the pregame show, I'm just confirming that we are recording. Oh, um, I checked early. Okay. Chloe yeah. uh, Kardashian, Nate, is having another child with Tristan Thompson. This relationship has been all over the map, but... The Kardashians, man, why are, are people so captivated by their daily lives? I, you know, I was actually thinking about this the other day when I was looking at it. I was like, it is honestly impressive that they are able to just put out a snippet of like anything they say and everyone's like, oh my God. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it is wild, man. It's crazy, man. Because they are just like, I've seen a couple episodes of the show. Yeah. They are so out of touch. Oh. Like with just like how reality is. You know what I mean? Well, like they're in their, so their, mega rich. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I, and so the Jenners are half sisters with the Kardashians, I think. Yeah. So like, yeah. I don't know. I, anyway, Kendall's the coolest one, I think. Yeah. Kendall Jenner. I, I mean, I haven't really seen much of her, but they date these mega stars in society. They're rich as heck. And I mean, I gotta give my, I tip my hat to Pete Davidson. Like, I mean, Kim Kardashian's an absolute smoke wagon, and he's just plowing the wheels off of her. Yeah, that guy absolutely pulls, man. Dude. Ariana Grande. Yeah. Kim Kardashian. Speaking of Grande, I heard he's got a Grande on him. Well, that's what. Uh, well, what he has in one of his stand-up uh, routines that he's saying. He's like, yeah, that was the worst thing that ever happened to me. He's like, Ariana Grande came out and said I had a huge penis. And then she's like, now anybody who takes my pants off is just like, oh. <laughs> he's like, it's not that big. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, he's good stuff. Anyway, Nate, that's going to conclude the pregame show. We're going to move into the Open. It's mm. St. Andrews. It's the 150th Open in Scotland. The golf course, Nate, is nearly twice as old as the United States of America. I mean, we're talking about one of the most historic events. Tiger Woods said that this might be the most historic Open of all time. And speaking of Mr. Woods, the most captivating golfer on the planet, the most electrifying person to watch play, comes out. I'm all set up with my snacks. I've got my monster all set up, ready to watch. Hits one down the gut. I'm fired up. I'm watching this thing roll directly into a divot. Yeah. Chunks it into the water, nearly chips in for par, misses a two-foot putt, doubles the hole. <laughs> yeah. Right tough. there and then, Yeah. it was over. Yeah, it was over. I think he's plus five right now, Nate. Yeah, he had a tough... I mean, that's not terrible, all things considered. I mean, it was, what, plus four through the first five? Yeah. So, you know... I yeah, mean, he birdied nine and ten back five. to back. Yeah, so... Uh, but anyway, so. he'll hang around there and he'll miss the cut, but that's tough. I mean, he needs to, he needs to get healthy. He needs to play a little bit more frequently. Um, How about those bunkers, eh? Pop bunkers are absolutely outrageous. Those things look like something you should grab some Twinkies and just be going in there for the apocalypse, man. Those <laughs> things are absolutely green. So jail. Man. It's, it's unbelievable. Jail. How was it? Siwoo Kim today? Yeah. He like what hits the lip, chucks yeah. back in and then just absolutely chips in, chips in for par. Yeah. On the road like, hole. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. One of the toughest holes. Oh man. It's, it's incredible. But like, think about some of these legends that have won the open at St. Andrews. Sam Snead. Ever heard of him? Savvy Ballesteros, Ballesteros, ever heard of him? Jack Nicholas, Nick Faldo, John Daly, Tiger Woods. I mean, a lot of the legends of the game have won the Open at St. Andrews. That's why I'm thinking a guy who shot 66 today, minus six, is two back. He's Roy McIlroy. I like his shots, Nate. Yeah. I mean, we have obviously have him on best bats. 
I don't think we do. Really? I thought no. you took him. No, he's plus 1,000. Oh. So it wasn't like, the, yeah, you know, yeah, we like to give out the juice. juice. Yeah. So. I mean, all things considered, that is fairly juice. But when you look at normal golf odds, that ain't that juice. No, like 10 to 1. I mean, you probably should have. Yeah. I mean, well, it's easy to look back on now. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. like last time when I gave out JT Post and I was like, oh, I should have taken him one in the yeah. one and done. Yeah. I had mid-stroke there, mid-sentence, but. Anyway, moving along, I didn't take him. Easy to look back on, you know. We took especially when you take Rory every week. Yeah, you know, like we, I took Tiger in the one and done. I did. I did too. Oh man, <laughs> see you later. That's uh, I was screwed anyway. I would have had to pick a winner for the next like while, and the guys are dwindling. I haven't got a whole lot left. No, no, you're not. There's out a of few it yet. guys I haven't even used that aren't even on the tour anymore. With this being the last master, <laughs> the live, know? yeah, yeah, the last major. I, yeah, yeah. Like what? I, I got no shot at using Bryson. He's gone. Yeah. DJ. I might have used him actually. No, I couldn't have. I don't know. He but. had a decent round today, and he minus three. Yeah, I know. I hate every single live guy when they come on the TV. I'm just like, well, what was it? Everyone outraged. was yapping about on. It's just classic, man. You get an Instagram one. It's like, yeah, Bryson DeChambeau went three oh five with a six iron. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How hard he hit his six iron, or how far he hit it. I know. Like, who cares? It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, man. if he would have shot minus twelve. Yeah. And uh, it's a practice round, dude. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? No. Roy McElroy's off to a great start. Minus six. Cam Young. I think this guy is guaranteed going to be the rookie of the year. I mean, this guy has come onto the scene, man, and he's been in the mix a bunch. He hasn't mm -hmm. won yet, but I mean, his top tens, he must have six of them. I mean, every second week, it's this bearded guy with a pause at the top of his swing and rails the ball like 330 yards yeah. is in the mix. Cam Smith, your guy, yeah. five under par. I mean, he had a great round. Cammy Smith, he's due for a major dude, soon. He's been so hot this year too. Mm -hmm. uh, what was one? The What was the one he won again? The players, sorry, I'm really thirsty right now. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, yeah. yeah, he won the players, and then obviously at the RBC he didn't finish off too great. But I mean, mm -hmm. when we were following him around, man, he was on oh. absolute fire. I know, like he was chipping in, he was draining. He just had the footers, like yeah, he just had that tough first day. Remember, he was like plus five, yeah, and then he came back and made the cut, yep. and then he was, yeah. Then when we were watching him on Saturday, he was absolutely lights he was out, buzzing, dude. But uh, Scotty Shuffler's right there in the mix. Uh, Xander Shoffley, Victor Hovland. So it's going to be an unbelievably open. It's just. It just sucks because we've been waiting all all year for Tiger's events and mm -hmm. for him to kind of miss out an opportunity yeah, to be in the mix. Kept, if you could have just kept it around like even on the day, yeah. you know, you're like, all right, you never know. No, exactly. But now it's like, well, this is this it's going to be a battle. Yeah, it's over uphill battle. But what if he comes out tomorrow? It goes Close like record. six, seven under. Yeah, makes the cut. Bad. There's just no shot, man. It's tough. There's just no shot. No. It's different. It's sad, it's man. It's sad because our days of Tiger are dwindling and, and these opportunities, we need them to play well. But we're going to continue to follow along and on uh, and certainly on Sunday. Excuse me. Holy smokes, eh? I'm kind of battling right now. Well, I was going to say, just, you got some straight up indigestion. Indigestion, thirst, and I'm sweating. Pepto-Bismo, which yeah. is, now we'll move into the second quarter because it's brought to you by pepto no, yeah, But we are transitioning, Nate. That's a great, yeah, tra yeah. great transition. Yeah. I did want to talk about start. So we're, we're going to be buzzing through free agent signings here. Yeah. In the NHL. But I wanted okay, to talk about... Wait, sorry, we'll, go ahead. We'll, you, go, you go through, we'll give them a yay or an A. Sure. Maybe. Sure. Keep it semi-quick. I'm sure everyone's kind of heard them by now, but... Sure. We'll talk about the, the guys that didn't go anywhere. Yes. Malkin. Yeah. Yay? Yeah. I, I think mean, it's... Yeah. Sure. What is it? Like six million bucks? Yeah. I mean, whatever. He's a stud. He's 30, he had a, 35, 36. Yeah. And he had a, a rough year of injuries last year. Yeah. But he's still point per game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So 40, 41 games. I and mean, he's on pace for like 82 points. Josh Manson? Josh Manson. Too much. Too is it four years, four million? Four and a half. Four and a half. Too much. 
That's some Zaitsev yeah. stuff. That's a that's some Zaitsev. No, contract. no, no, no. That's no, what Zaitsev's no, no, no. contract is. Yeah, but he's a much better player. Yeah, than for Zaitsev. sure, for sure. But like, I feel like in a couple of years, it's gonna be like, oh my god. He's yeah. such a big guy, though, man. Like, I like having yeah. that guy who is physical. Like, you look at those two decors. Yeah, I know. I, I just don't like paying I don't mind that it. much. I don't mind it. Okay. Uh, Victor Olofsson. Victor Olofsson. I don't know what the contract was, Nate, but he's staying in Buffalo. Yeah, I don't think it was anything too crazy. Like, I think it was like four and a half as well. I think he's got a lot of upside. He does. He can rip sure. the puck. He sure can. Yeah. He uh, he had a couple good years. He's a power play menace. Yeah, he is. He just rips one tease. Yes, he does. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, not a bad one. I mean, I, they couldn't let him walk. For they sure. got nobody. Okay, these next two guys are making close to the same money. Okay. Robert Thomas and Mikhail Sergachev. One guy I like. One guy I'm like, holy smokes. Look, there's a lot of... Listen, I love the Sergachev one. Yes. This guy's a stud, man. I remember oh, watching yeah. him when he was 19 years old against the Caps in the conference final. I was like, I, I cannot fathom that a team traded this man. For Jonathan Drouin. For Jonathan Drouin. Unbelievable. That's a team that looks like they like their French Canadians who traded that guy. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. almost think that they uh, picked them over anybody usually. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I like that one. I like Sergachev, big yep. Sergachev guy, eight million bucks. The guy's a stud. If for it sure. wasn't for Hedman, this guy's your your yeah, number your horse. one D for, for sure. sure. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's it's an absolute. Like the fact they have both of those guys is 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 treason. Man, they had Sergachev playing on their third pairing. Like, yeah. that, think about how gifted that of, yeah. of a decor that it's is. Outrageous, man. Yeah. And then I guess when we're gonna touch on Robert Thomas here, I mean. There's a lot of people that say this guy's like underrated and stuff, but I mean, man, like eight million bucks is absolutely asinine. That's a lot of money for it's this a guy. A lot of money. Like if you got Vladdy Tarasenko at seven and a half, like I just don't know. I just don't know about that one. Yeah, I mean, that's I, a lot of money. Like is like that's that's money that you would pay to your your top gun. Yeah, like, you know, almost your they, top gun. Are they assuming Robert Thomas is going to get there? Like I don't I don't pay Robert Robert Thomas is any more than like a thir- like thirty goals on the dot. Yeah, I mean, what's you know? his biggest season? Has he scored 30 yet? Can't it might be worth it. bringing up his stats. I, I mean. will, I will, because obviously he does fly a little under the radar yeah. for whatever reason, so I guess that would go to the underrated thing. I am going to pull up. I think he really had a really good year last year. He is 23 years old. Okay. You know, maybe they're thinking, yeah. you know. Well, he, I mean, yeah, you're going to go this guy had 20 goals. He had 77 points last year in 72 games, so over a point per game, 20 yep. goals. Okay. 20 goals, 57 assists. Yep. So... You know, you know what? Maybe. I still don't know about eight mil, but yeah, you know, we'll, biggest uh, surprise yesterday, Nate, Johnny oh, Gaudreau. Oh, dude, this one's just so, ridiculous. So Johnny Gaudreau, there was rumors that he was offered at eight years over ten million dollars to stay in Calgary, and then everybody was like, okay, he's from New Jersey, he built a house in New Jersey, he's going to New Jersey. Yeah, and then he signs in Columbus. I couldn't believe when he went to Columbus. It appears the uh, Mack truck is arrived back. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't understand the move here. Like, obviously, we talked about it before. It's like, obviously, he has no interest in winning the Stanley Cup. That's not anywhere near Columbus's future. No. You know, I mean, it's it's essentially him and Zach Wierenski, and that's about all they've got over Are they good there. buddies? Must be. I don't know. I mean, Wierenski's a few years younger than him. They're both, okay. both, both American, American yeah. but, I mean, I'm sure they will be. Yes. Um, but Yeah, uh, that just seems like a guy who just wants out of the spotlight, wants yeah. to score 90 points a year in a small market, Yep. not worried about the playoffs, just do his own thing with a lot of money. Yeah. So I guess if that's what he's into, then that's what he's into. I mean, he got absolutely paid, but I thought he was getting at least 10 mil. Yeah. I was really surprised to see Columbus. 115 points. Yeah, man. Like 115 points. Like New Jersey's got to be semi kicking themselves here. Like this was a, yes. Like, you know, they have a ton of cap space too. Oh man. So it's like, I don't understand. Something must've gone on. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. But, uh, I mean, they should have tried to grab this guy. That was really out of the woodwork, so in my opinion, for for, for Columbus. Like, they were never really rumored to be in it, were they? I, I, I just don't even see the uh, the fit. 
Yeah. You know, it's a good, I guess if you have, if you can get line a buzzing again, if you can resign him, true. sure. I guess true. they're not like, you know, Laura <laughs> checks there buzzing around. Yeah. You get four goals next Texier? year and 70 assists. Yeah. Tech is a stick. I love that guy. Um, one teammate that has made just tremendous strides in the last week, really rejuvenated the roster, made a ton of strides is the Ottawa Senators. Oh my. It's crazy. This Debrinka trade, I don't know if, if uh, Pierre Dorian had, uh, I don't even know who Chicago's GM is now. I don't think it's Stan Bowman anymore. Uh, it might be, but no. I don't know if he had him at gunpoint or what. They did the overhaul because of the Kyle yes. situation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. Forget who it is, but yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, they just rinse them for first, third, and fifth for Debrinkat. Go ahead and sign Claude Giroux. They go ahead and trade for uh, Cam Talbot, who had a great yeah. year last year in between yeah. the pipes. Um, they get rid of Matt Murray. Like... They did a great job. They're just missing Perfect. a right-handed defenseman, and this team looks like they might be able to be go on a little playoff run. Literally, though, they're going to be right there with the best of them in the Atlantic. Yeah, you have to figure like this is going to be a su- like this top six is. I'm going out on a limb here and saying this is like one of the best in the NHL. It's heavy. It's heavy for sure. It's good. It's really Absolutely. good. It's going to be interesting what combinations they go with. Yeah, it is going to be interesting to see. I mean, what do you go? You got obviously Drew Kachuk. Batherson. I think they might go. They might go Stutzer, uh, Stutzer, Giroux, and keep that Kachuk, Norris, Batherson. Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be absolutely sick. Yeah. So, I mean, that is one hell of a top six. one A one B. You're gonna have two filthy power plays. You certainly are. Yeah. I don't even know where you where do you bear where do you put everybody on that first one. Like it's yeah. almost like a, you, you you almost got to have Debrinket ripping one tease. You'd yeah, ideally but, want Norris there. On yeah. the other side, I guess. Like, they seem to love him. They like Brady up front. Brady up front. So, I guess maybe they put Shabbat and then Drake on the point, and then they interchange with Debrinket? Yeah. I don't know. I but feel then, like Drake's best on the half wall. Though. So do I. So, Where, like, Debrinket would go. Yeah. And yeah. Debrinket's not going to be anywhere near as good as that because he's more of a finisher. So, yeah. it's kind of a weird... Uh, that is anyway, that's not a, for us to figure out. No, that is why they paid DJ Smith the money. And I'm sure he'll get it just right the first time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jack Campbell heading to Edmonton 8, 5x5. Five five. Uh, the Leafs decided to part with Jack Campbell, and then they bring in Matt Murray and Alia Samsonov mm-hmm. uh, to be their tandem. So really a big gamble for the Leafs. Uh, nice signing by Jack Campbell. I mean, Edmonton, this is a huge upgrade, in my opinion, over Mike Smith and Koskin. And this is a guy that can give you 60, 55 starts and... And he's looked okay for the last two years. I mean, he, at times, has been pretty good goaltender. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're, obviously, we're not too sold on him. It's an upgrade on Edmonton's end, for sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens with Toronto. It's just t- like Twitter for Toronto next year with these goalies. Yeah. It is going to be absolutely hilarious. For sure. For sure. It's be hilarious. Vincent Trocek, seven times 5.6 to the Rangers. Andrew Kopp, 5.5 five times 5.6 to the Red Wings. Not, I mean, those are just kind of like they're they've been great players the last couple of years. They've had good years. They're good solid players. Like, they're teams that might be. I I initially thought the Trocheck one was too much. I I was unaware it was five point six until I saw it yesterday. I thought it was like six point seven for some reason. I was like, ah, oh, that's far too much. But yeah. five point six for Trocheck, that's really good. Yeah, he's good he's deal. a good player. He's a past. He's a poor man's Brad Marchand. Yeah. Um, maybe not even a poor man's. He's just he's just kind of plays that style. Like yeah. you know, he can get some points. He plays hard. Andrew Kopp obviously had a great start to this year. I think he's kind of like a third line centerman. Yeah, you know, yeah. like well, he's certainly not a two. No, so um, I thought the biggest overpayment of the day was Ilya Mikheyev by the oh, Vancouver Canucks at four point eight five. Like 
Just a weird one for Vancouver, man. Yeah. It's just it seems like every year they just kind of grab a, a free agent just to like make just it to get seem in the mix. Like they're doing something, yeah. And they're really not doing anything. It's tough. Uh, Darcy Kempford of the Washington Capitals, Nate. Yeah. How you feeling? I mean, listen, I'm not going to go out here and say, you know, I, I can't rag on the guy all year and then be like, you know what? Now that he's on my team, he's a stud. Yeah. This guy sucks. <laughs> he's brutal, man. Like, I, I, it's terrible. But, you know, when they look at it, you had Vanacek and Sam Soda for two years. It didn't work out. You're just wasting away years. I mean, give it a go. Yep. Sure. It's not going to work out good. He's going to be injured. They're going to play Zach Fucali. They're completely screwed. Yeah. It's it's just, I mean, the, the money's not bad, I guess. Yeah. You five know, mil. Not, yeah. It's not yeah. like they gave him like. Five to five. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever. I, I, he's terrible. It's going to be a disaster. Another team that made a lot of noise, Nate, is the Carolina Hurricanes. And these yeah. guys brought in Max Pacioretty from the Vegas Knights. Yep. And Brent Burns from the San Jose Sharks. So this is a team. Dude, <laughs> this team is going to be absolutely filthy. They could be a wagon. They're going to be a wagon. Yeah. Brent Burns, man. Dude. Like, if he could just, like, kind of bring back a little bit of the old Brent, yeah, look out. For sure. I know. I, Vegas is, I mean, anyway, I'm not yeah, going to get like, into them. They, like, I know. It's just like, dude. The asset just, management on Vegas oh, is just awful. Flurry and Pacioretty for literally nothing. Yeah. It's outrageous. And like, they traded. They're screwed. They traded a bunch for Tatar. And then they traded Tatar. Well, they gave, did they give a first, a second, and a third for Tatar? Yeah. And then it was. And then they Suz- traded Suzuki, Tatar. Yeah. And someone else for, for Pacioretty. And then they gave Pacioretty away for zero Nothing. like future considerations now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that future considerations joke, can we settle down on that one everyone's doing now? It's always just like, oh, you had a great career future consider. You know, it was hilarious the first time. It's just every single time yeah. now. It's like, oh, my God. Let's give it up. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't really know how that works out. It's like. Uh, when are the future considerations yeah, even come out? When are they considered? It never even, you never hear about it no, though. No, you don't. Like what is it, just behind closed doors? Yeah. Is it a Dan Cleary for a dollar kind yeah. of trade? Like, here's or a million Draper? bucks, yeah. You know, like Who knows? What, when, I would like to get some of those back sometime and just see what exactly those were, but anyway. <laughs> That's not going to happen. It's certainly interesting, and, and we'll continue to monitor. There's going to be more signings. Teams are going to be tinkering with their lineups. So that was a busy day in the NHL. It was an exciting free agent frenzy, and we'll continue to bring you the news. Nate, it's halftime show time. I'm not certain I'm going to get any, but it's guess their age. All right. Let's get it going. Ernie L's. <sighs> this is slime. <laughs> I'm going to go with 78. <laughs> 52. Damn. I think I just got him mixed up with, uh, never mind. Like Cam, Cameron, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go on that one, though. Cam Smith. I'm going to say Cam's 28. Yep. Is he? Yep. 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 John Elway. John Elway. Um, oh, geez, I was looking at this not that long ago. Okay, let me just break down some math super quick. I gave sure. you a TikTok one the other day. This man was drafted in 1983. Yes. So we're going with 93 would put him at, we're going to say... Oh, geez, it's tough. I'm not going to be that close because I'm not sure the exact age here. I'm going to play some college. We're going to say 20. I'm going to say 65. 62. Okay. Not bad. All right. Yeah, not terrible. Not terrible. Sung J.M. Uh, 26? 24. Wow. Yeah. Sung J is a young guy. He is a young guy. John Rom. John Rom. Um, I think he's 31. 27. Really? Yeah. Okay, man, I feel like I looked at him the other day and I was like, oh, shoot, he's 30. I didn't realize that. But anyway, that was clearly not the case. Sergey Bobrovsky. I'll say 33. Yep. No way. Yep. Holy Two shit. for three so far. Adam Sandler. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I'm going to go with 58. 55. Not bad. Okay. Uh, We're getting there. Evgeny Kuznetsov. I'll say he's 30. Yep. Is he? Yep. No shot. Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. Crazy when I give you actual... Uh, <laughs> Simon Cowell. Guys out of the world. <laughs> what the hell is this? Like... Like, is this a, this is real, Simon Cowell. I wouldn't even begin to know. <laughs> the judge from, like, America's... Oh, I know who oh, he okay. is. I just, like, how would I even begin to picture? I don't yeah. know how long his career's been. I'm going to go with 53. 62. Really? <laughs> Looks good for 62. <laughs> Looks know. really good for 62. Adrian Kempe. Uh, I'll say he's 27. He's 25. Okay. Yeah. Danica Patrick. Danica Patrick. I'll say she's, like, 37. 40. Okay. Another good looking 40 year old. Not bad. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. 27. Yep. Holy smokes. All right. Billie Jean King. Dude, like, what the hell were you even <laughs> thinking getting these going? Tennis. Billie Jean King. I, man, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, she's a vet. I know that, but like, like 60? Like, 78. Like, <laughs> Damn, I wish that was the uh, the first one. I would have gone on a limb and just said 78. Uh, Bradley Beal? Uh, I'll say he's 32. 29. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby's like... Bill Cosby's like 90. 85. Not bad. He's in prison. I'll allow it. He's in prison. You can't allow it. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Josh Giddy. Uh, 20. 19. Get worked. Darren Helm. Darren Helm, 37. 35. Really? Yep. Damn, man. I thought he was like, <laughs> I know. Dude, I thought when he was on the, the uh, Red Wings, Red man. Wings, in 09 and 08, yeah. I thought he was a vet then. <laughs> out of the woodwork, he was. Well, he scored that overtime the, goal, and I was like, excuse I me? Yeah, I know. And then, yeah, and, yeah. you know, and I thought, but I thought he was like 30 years old then. Yeah. Which is the crazy thing. This guy was a young, a young gun. Yeah. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton. 34. 32. Wow. Yeah. Roger Federer. Roger Federer. Let's say 38. 40. Really? Yeah. Damn, man. Uh, Marcus Simeon? Marcus Simeon. 28. 31. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You got another? No, that's it, eh? That's it. That's it. Yeah. Those are always tough. Maybe yeah, all right. I mean, sometimes tougher than others. Yeah, I kind of absolutely... Billy Joe <laughs> King and, and Abraham Lincoln... I, so Winston Churchill over here. I'm trying to guess these. Yeah, that like, was pretty greasy. <laughs> like, holy hell. Yeah. Simon Cowell? Yeah. Uh, I just thought that was surprising that he was 62. It was. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you win. <laughs> All right. That, well, that's going to conclude the halftime show. I'm going to, next time, what we're going to have to do is, like, the jersey numbers or something, and I'll keep it, like, basic, and then you, like, that That was greasy. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. Um, I just went, uh, for the ages, they're so hard, so I was like, oh, I I'll give some, like, middle of the, you know, <laughs> Forgettable ones, you know, not just doing yeah, it. not like Billy Jean Actually, King. You know what? No matter what, it is, no matter what it is next time, it's going to be outrageous on my end. Yeah, like <laughs> expect to see Winston Churchill. That's oh, all yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> what year were they born? <laughs> what year did he have the decoration? What year were they born? Into? Actually, might be pretty funny. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. And that'll be next week, folks. That could actually be a TikTok segment as as well. What year were they born? Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. And just bringing out some man. We should bring back guess the age on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, what year were they born though? Because that would be so funny. Like, yeah, it would. Yeah, could be really funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be uh, that might be rolled out for anyone listening. That'll be rolled out tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and by tomorrow, I mean today. Um, 
Nate, so we're going to move into quarter three. That's going to conclude the halftime show of episode 54, season two of the Intermission Podcast. We're going to move into quarter three. We're going to talk to the NFL. And one man and one man individually broke the internet this week. That's a guy by the name of Zach Wilson. Yes. So I'm going to lay this out for you guys. So Zach Wilson and his high school sweetheart they went to all, BYU. No, they, anyway. Okay. No, no, okay. no. Tell it out. I yeah. want to hear it. I haven't heard the extended story. So Zach Wilson ended up breaking up with this girlfriend that he had seen at BYU. And his receiver... His best receiver at BYU now plays, I think, in Jacksonville or somewhere. Um, is now dating this girl, his old girlfriend. They were best friends, by the way. So now his best friend is dating his ex girlfriend, and so somebody on on Instagram commented on her post and said, uh, "Homie Hopper." So in terms of you know like that, yeah, that's yeah. I don't know yeah. if that's tunnel sisters etc. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So a homie hopper. Anyway, she said, "You know what a homie hopper is? Zach slept with his mom's best friend." So it was confirmed through that comment that Zach Wilson's into older women, and then he's a milf hunter, and yeah. it broke the internet. People people are are really really in love with Zach Wilson, dude. This and I like it. It's a power move on his part. It's big for him. It is. I mean, this guy was a walking doormat last year. Yes, he was for me. In particular, I mean, this guy was an absolute joke. Yes, he was. And you know what? No matter what he does next season, yeah. <laughs> you can throw 15 interceptions, Zach. You're always going to have that on the resume. Yeah, man. dude. Like, And that looks good on you. It does, man. It, it really does. So congrats to Zach on, on, on sleeping with... What's going on with his mom and the f- best friend now, you think? Yeah, what's the dynamic there, I wonder? And I wonder That's if it's just if it was just a one-time thing or if it's like... You know, kind of serious, or if he's into older women. I mean, who knows, man? If the NFL doesn't work out, I mean, I know a few companies that might sign him. Yeah, I do too. And Jordi El Nino, him and him, the yeah. boys going at it. Yeah, that's right. They so can do a scene together. On. All right. Well, uh, the Patriots need traded uh, Nikhil Harry this week to the Bears. Nikhil Harry has been an absolute boss. I think it was in 2019. He was drafted in the late first, first of the second round. Mm-hmm. He was drafted before DK Metcalf, who's an absolute freaking nature. AJ Brown is an absolute freaking nature. The Patriots always whiff on receiver draft picks, but they traded him to the Bears. The Bears are an absolute joke of an organization, man. I don't know why they're trading for this guy. They got Justin Fields, this young quarterback at Ohio State, obviously going into his second year, but they're bringing in guys like this to help him out. What an absolute joke. Yeah, it could be just the good old fashioned, we're going to give it, throw the flyer on the guy. Yep. You know, it's like, what are, who else are we going to grab? Let's do it. Cheap. You know, risk reward pretty low. Yep. Let's do it. I mean, what do they get him for? A seventh rounder? Yeah, it was right? something ridiculous. So, I mean, whatever, dude. Like, what, yep. you know, you know, give it a shot, see what happens. And, you know, the thing is for the GM, I guess, in this situation, like, if it works out, you look like a genius. For sure. You know? For sure. First rounder, second rounder pick. Like, give it a shot. Yeah. You know, he's too early in the career to just, like, pack it in. For sure. But For sure. I agree. Um, is it going to work out? Probably not. We'll see, man. That, the team is... Anyway, we'll see what happens. Uh, our good friend Annie Egar hates the Bears. Yes, they, she certainly does. Uh, Saw her tweet up the Bear doing uh, CPR on the Green Bin or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, Do you see that one? Yeah. Uh, so that was good stuff. Shout out to Annie. Uh, Gronk announced that he will not be coming out of retirement. That's it for him with football. I don't know if I'm going to completely buy it, Nate. I mean, I could see like it, if after week eight, the Bucks are like five and three and they need a little juice and Gronk's, you know what, I'm missing it. And I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, do you take it at face value? I mean, it's... Uh, I believe nothing anymore. Yeah. I, he's, got, he's coming back. Yes. He's coming back, man. It's just like... <laughs> He could say it again, and it's just like, why are you still talking about it? Yeah. You know? It's like, don't even... Yeah, I guess he's got to answer the question, but... Gronk. You know? What an absolute wagon. Yeah, oh my God, dude. Nate, the legendary stadium, the Pittsburgh Steelers' Heinz mm. Field. I mean, Heinz Field. It's it's just been such a... It was, it was famously showcased in a Batman movie where Bane blew it up. Uh, yeah. 
But Heinz Field's just been a legendary uh, name for a stadium, and that's how you remember Big Big Ben and playing at Heinz Field. They changed their name to Acrisure Stadium, an insurance company. Yeah, that is tough. It's always weird when you're like a you know a stadium like that or yep. arena or anything. You know, it's been like that forever. It's kind of reminds me of Staples Center vibes. Yeah, the crypt. Yeah, you know, for sure. Although that one's starting to kind of you know you're kind of getting used to it. I still yeah. I'll still always call it the Staples Center. Yeah. I think, uh, well, I just, it always just pops into my head. Like for sure. Crypto.com arena. Like, I'm still so surprised that Staples was the sponsor. Staples? I'm making bank, dude. Yeah. You get people in there and print something off for 67 cents. Yeah. That's how you do it, apparently. <laughs> but Heinz Field, that's tough, man. Yeah. Heinz Ketchup, they're the best in the market. Uh, French's is pretty good, though. Yep. It's not bad. French's. Didn't Heinz, like, was isn't it called the Cats Up? But then they called it ketchup. Isn't that how it like started? I'm not that sure. That was my understanding. I'm not sure. So that could be completely right or 100% incorrect. But there's something that you cannot do at the grocery store and it's buy like a no-name ketchup. Oh my God. Dude. No. One time too. No-name anything. Like not no-name, but like President's Choice stuff here in Canada. Yeah. Stuff is lights out. It's good stuff. Is it? President's Choice? Man, there's so many good... Oh, no, not oh, ketchup. No, Jesus, no, 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 Jesus, no. No, 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 no. No, exactly. No. Yeah, they're Blue Label stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They got some great stuff. For sure, man. Um, but uh, another thing too neat, another thing you cannot buy... I remember I was like 240 pounds at school. I was mm-hmm. heavy and I was like looking to cut out sugars and stuff. Yeah. And I uh, and I bought sugar-free ketchup. Yeah. Not Absolutely good. disgusting. Yeah, it's not good, eh? It's awful. And you know, and I, I ran the numbers on it. What are the chances that you need to be cutting sugar out of your ketchup? Well, well, I mean, dude, there's a, it's not even that bad. It's like four grams of sugar oh. for like two tablespoons or something. Like it's not even worth no going stressing for. exactly. Exactly, yeah. it's not even you know. It's probably actually you need sugars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't just you know not have any. No, and it's like I think a ketchup's gonna be okay. I mean, this isn't like this is ketchup to sugar-free ketchup. It's not. It's not like Coca-Cola to diet Coca-Cola. I and mean, it's not like you're drinking or eating ketchup soup. Yeah, you know, you know. You make a grilled cheese every once in a while. Add a little extra ketchup. What's a, what's a mandatory with ketchup? Mine's eggs. Yeah, I mine's could, I'm eggs. Also, a big sriracha guy with eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, ketchup. I mean, fries. Fries is a fries is definitely like put like even any kind of potato. Would you think that ketchup is more versatile than mustard? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Um, I'm just a lot of people think, like think like I don't really sausages and hot dogs. No, no ketchup. All, what? All, yeah, only mustard. Who? Oh man, that's a big that's a big opinion, especially in the states. Okay. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, I only really started liking mustard once I went down to Cuba in like 2014, and they had like the really good grainy stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. That's when I started liking it. I didn't even like it before that. Um, I still don't love it. I like honey mustard. What am I thinking about here? What, I don't know. What type of mustard are we talking about? The the grainy. It's um, I I, I can't remember, but it's I like, know it's very it's, good. Yeah. Oh, you not Dijon. Dijon. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. a big Dijon guy. Yeah, yeah. It's I good. like Dijon on a sandwich. Yeah. I like oh, mustard yeah. on a sandwich. That's where I like, I don't know, they're both versatile topics. That got way off track, Dave. Yeah. Trent yeah. Williams, offensive lineman for San Francisco 49ers. The first offensive lineman to be ranked 99 in Madden. But this is what I'm saying with Hines. <laughs> they're set. You know what I mean? Like, we just talking about that with the, they don't even care. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. They're so set now. Everyone just calls it Hines Field. Anyway, continuing on. Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. Um, <laughs> Look, it's imprinted in my brain. Uh, I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Trent Williams? Yeah. Offensive linemen, man, don't get any love. I mean, the, if you're, you give a position, the first player ever at the position to be ranked 99, I mean, talk about how undervalued these guys are, protecting the quarterback and making holes for the running backs. I mean, 
ranked 90. Is this for Madden? For Madden. Okay. Yeah. So first offensive lineman ever. And then Le'Veon Bell, Nate, and Adrian Peterson. I mean, Peterson uh, will be, uh, uh, they'll be uh, in a boxing match uh, in later in August, I do believe. So, I mean, just another boxing match. I don't know if there's sweat dripping down my back I'm sweating, or not. I, I'm not sure. But, uh, uh, yeah, I know that, that boxing match is going to be an absolute hoot. See, that's at least something to look somewhat forward to instead of the Logan Paul saga over and over, you know? You know what's crazy, Nate? What? Is we have a meeting in 10 minutes. Yep. So we're going to fire through the MLB here. Yeah, well, that shouldn't be too hard. No. Let's see. The AL East is buzzing. The Orioles have won 10 in a row. Vladdy yep. hit a home run out of the dirt. <laughs> and uh, we're on to the fire wagon of the week now. No. Uh, O'Neill Cruz needs shortstop for the Pittsburgh Pirates. This guy's last a menace. Dude, he ripped one almost 100 miles an hour off a ground ball to the first. It was such a heater, I man. Know. But you know what? It's like I see the highlights over and over again. Like, he keeps doing it. Like, he's ripping hard. Yeah. I swear <laughs> to Jesus, dude. This guy picks the ball up and is so nonchalant for, like, one full second before he gets ready to throw it and then just absolutely throws a murder ball every single if this, time. If this misses the glove and hits someone, it's going to be bad news, man. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's coming in, dude, like, 97 points. I'm the first baseman, I'm like, oh, no, it's been hit to third. So, dude, this guy, obviously, is the, he's the hardest throwing shortstop in the history of baseball. Well, yeah, he should be a pitcher, man. Yeah, man, it's outrageous. Like he's fairly accurate from distance. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like, get this guy in he's the... He's a stud, man. Get him on the mound. O'Neal Cruz. I mean, we'll have to look at get him on the podcast, but who knows how far away we are from that. But, Nate, Hormon Derby commits. Pete Alonso, he's won the last two. Electric. Jose Ramirez, biggest dips in the league. Albert Pools, the guy's 100, but he can rip dings. Yeah. Kyle Schwarber, I mean, he rips dingers. Yeah. Ronald Acuna Jr., I mean... How the hell are you? Had a year off from ripping him, but he's back to ripping him. Yeah, he is. So, I mean, that's going to be... It's rounding up to actually be a pretty good... I think you need Alejandro Kirk in there. I mean, why not? Yeah. He's absolutely juicing him. Yeah, he is, man. Get that guy on a few steroids. Who knows what he's capable of? For sure. You know? I mean, he could already be on him. Could. Yeah. Uh, KC Nate will be without 10 players in Toronto. Do you know why? Vaccination? Vaccination. Dude, we got to give this shit up. (laughs) This is absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Like who? So unvaccinated players are obviously not allowed to travel into Canada, and ten off Kansas City are not going to be able to make it to Toronto. So that's hugely advantageous for Toronto. Uh, the Blue Jays fired Charlie Montoyo, the most mellow manager in the history of baseball. I'm yeah. glad to see him go. To be honest, Nate, I need a guy with a little bit more electricity yeah, in Toronto. We need a little juice up there. Yeah, we're looking for a Lou Pena. Yes, we are. We're looking for somebody who's just ready to die on the mound. Yes, just go out there and have a straight up hearty. No, for sure. Chris Sale looked good in his debut in 80. He had five scoreless innings. They ended up losing the game 3-2, but he looked good. Clubhouse was safe afterwards, so Chris Sale's back looking good for the Sox. I'm excited yep. about it. That's going to conclude quarter four, folks. I apologize about the rapid fire. We miscalculated time, but Nate, fire wagon of the week. My fire wagon of the week is the Ottawa Senators. Mm. Absolutely revamping their team. Grabbing Giroux, grabbing DeBrincat, grabbing Cam Talbot. Looking really good, man. They got, uh, they got a, a, a fun few seasons ahead. Okay, mine's a little off the board here. Okay. But I'm going with this Andrew Tate guy. Oh, man. Dude. Has he dominated your feed? Yeah, yeah. He dominates the feed. But, like, I am, like, I don't know. I am so certain that he is just a genius and he is trolling with every video he does. Yeah, man. Well, he is. His IQ, I guess, is through the roof. Yeah, he's, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Everything he says is just so outrageous, man. And I'm pretty sure he's screwing with everybody. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Well, yesterday he was on Dave Portnoy's podcast. Yes. The other day he was... And he was saying ridiculous shit. Yeah. That and I'm just like... Well, he just goes for those sound bites. He yeah. doesn't even have a TikTok account. Yeah, I know. So he, is, he runs at Hustlers University. Yeah. And then he just gets people to make accounts. And like, he's got to be the most famous TikToker on the that, planet. That doesn't have an account. That doesn't have an account. For sure. 
Yeah, man. It's out, that's what Four I was times wondering. I was looking for his actual account. He doesn't have one. No, he does Instagram, I guess. That's uh, how you know you're doing it right. Dude, he's a swag wagon, man. I I think he's the man. It's hilarious. I think his stuff is so outrageous. He's like the most sexist human being you'll ever hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but like I again, I think he's just screwing around. He was talking about with the day porno. He's like, he's like, he was talking about the Western. Anyway, he's an interesting cat. If you haven't heard of him, Andrew yeah. Tate. Dogwater of the week for me, man. I hate to give it to my guy, but I'm giving it to Tiger. And you know, we've been looking forward to this event for so long. He's had these circles on the calendar, and to go out there and absolutely, anyway, Tiger, you're my dogwater of the week, man. I have to apologize, but you are. Mine is. uh, If you were on the TikTok live the other day, you you know it already. Uh, It's the Philadelphia Flyers. (laughs) Oscar Lindblom diagnosed with cancer, sits out for the year, battles back, plays. They buy out his contract. And no then he signs really for like two seven five. Yeah, he gets a nice five year, five million uh, total contract for two years from the Sharks. Showed it to the Sharks. Yep. Should have given them Firewagon Philly. This is classic Philly. Yeah, it is classic Philly. All right, folks, go we like the episode. Wrap it up. Share it with a friend. You guys are the best. We appreciate you.